Dicey performance is recorded at Umeå Folkuniversitetet. It contains adult themes and adult language. Hello, hello and welcome to Dicey Performance Does Moon's Edge. I am your Game Master James Kitching and with me today around this table of mine I have... Leon Sheerholz, playing Quinn. Sara Gutterson, playing Jane Hicks. And Jonah Blazer, playing Jamie Bloom. So, last time was exciting. You fulfilled your mission in getting Brian Penville's journal, the yes. humanitarian man what did all the stuff. Um, you had your energy sucked out of you in his secret study under his actual study Quinn and Jane and it for some reason didn't affect Jamie and you guys are trying to get your asses out of that house you're currently in a stairwell uh, sandstone dark dank stairwell between the secret study and the normal study and Jane's just heard a footstep upstairs yes we've all been stopped and told to be quiet you've all been, you've all been shushed you've been shushed by Auntie Jay yes Shush, children. So she tries to sneakily sneak the furthest up the stairs so she can, she can hear more. So essentially with her ear at the door, does she hear anything else? Um, with the success on the perception check you got last time, I'll carry that over. Uh, you hear nothing. Do I remember how loud the door was when I opened it last time? Um, the door itself opened on... Um, the completion of the piano puzzle. So it just kind of like there was a latch and it released after the mechanism of the piano puzzle kind of. So no creaking from. No, no real creaking from the bookshelf itself. So I try to open the door as quietly as possible. Can Excellent. this fall under stealth? It can. It definitely does. Roll yourself a stealth. On accuracy? Yep, accuracy. Your threshold is a six. That's a seven. Ooh. But plus two. But plus two, so... so nine. Mm-hmm. And a seven. Okay, so you succeed. You very, very quietly and gently open this bookshelf and creep out into the room and you see... No person in, in the actual study itself, the study proper. Do I hear anything from the rest of the building? Now that you're out of the enclosed stairway, I want you to roll another perception. What's my threshold? I will give it to you. It is a 10. Ah, oh, shit. Two and a ten. Minor success. Okay, so minor success. You don't hear anything. But as you're looking around the study, you see a, like, a new, like, fresh piece of paper folded and left on the seat of the piano that definitely wasn't there before. I go over and look at it. I don't touch it. I just look at it. Uh, it appears to be a letter that's been, like, it's just one piece of paper folded in half and just left neatly on the stool. I just open it. Okay. You open it and read it? 
inside you read the the following words. You've gotten sloppy, mother, or rather, this new crew is dragging you down. This thing with the Penville guy, it's too much for you to handle. I'm looking after my brother as much as I can, but if you keep this up, it's going to get difficult. Leave this to me. Now, I know my daughter. You do know your daughter, yes. She has not left. Okay. She's left a note, correct? Yeah. I'm assuming she right now has taken her brother safely away, but she's probably going to return to see if I left a reply. Okay. Is there any obvious pens in the room? Pens. Pens. Pencils. Oh, um... The writing utensils. Writing utensils. I thought you said pens, like fucking... Money? Money pens, yeah. No, um, you, you can find a writing utensil easily in, in the rubble that is on the floor by the, like, office desk that's in this room. I simply write on the other side of the let uh, paper... I don't have a choice this time, darling. Fold it and hide it under the piano stool, like carefully fold it underneath. All right. Okay. You leave it there. Yeah. Um, you guys are up and out of the secret study. Where are you going? What are you doing? Guys, let's get out of here as invisibly as possible. I suggest the servant's entrance. Yeah. We should go back to Harry Harrison's or Ernie's place. First, let's yes. how about we mentally contact him and check with him how the situation is. Sure. But first, let's get out and then we can do that. Yeah, let's get out, find a good hiding spot and then we contact him. Move out. <laughs> okay, so as you leave via the service entrance in the back of the kitchen where you know for a fact it is, um, you come out onto the like back garden, as it were. Um, there is... A smoldering corpse, basically in the middle of this lawn in the back garden. Um, and you make your way to the gate? Perception check first. Do I see any people? Okay. Rule of perception. It's an eight threshold. Quinn and Jamie, are you just following Eleven? along? Well, yeah. there's something I would have done Ten. before already. Something Excellent. I kind of want to try. Okay. Um... On this perception check, like towards the rear of the house, it backs onto scrubland. Um, so it's not like a, a, a general walkway. Um, on that full success, you notice outside of the gates where you came in, there is a boulder that was not there before. Oh, shit. Um... But there are no people around. Quinn, what were you doing, did you say? I want to do something basically like sending out a magic pulse, like a detecting presence or something like that. Uh, so you want to detect auras, kind of a thing. Uh, more like I want to detect whether there are any other persons around. Okay, so you're basically looking for people. How big an area? I guess maybe the mansion. Okay. Um, like whispering hominum revelio. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, do me a magic test. I don't think you... 
got any skills for this. Area of effect Area is of effect, combat. Maybe. Oh, okay, that's combat related. So, your threshold is a... What is that? Oh, Jesus, fuck. What did you do? 16. Oh, wow. It's going to be difficult because well, you can't do it, I don't think. Yeah, this is this is what difficult is. Yeah, I got a five and a seven. Nice. So you pulse out and you feel Jane next to you. You feel the very, very faint, like ebbing away very slowly magical presence of the smoldering corpse in front of you. And that's it. You kind of get like 20 foot around you and you you yourself. You can feel yourself. You know you're there and that's it. Nice. That's all you feel. I guess I uh, glance at Jamie and then just back and yeah. You don't feel Jamie's magical presence myself at all. For later reference. Cool beans. Where is the boulder placed? Outside of the courtyard. Would I be very visible from... But like right in it's, front of the door, we came it's through. It's like you can see it through the the golden gates that that encloses. But, but is it courtyard. like, is it like, for like making us impossible to leave? No, no. You you can walk straight past it if you really want. But it, it wasn't there before, and it's okay. kind of just sitting in the scrubland bracken and dead grass that's okay. that's around the back of this elite house. Quinn. I was about to say, is there any magic wobbling around it? Um, if you want to go towards it and see if you can detect an aura from it, you can. <laughs> I would try, yes. Okay, you, you try to do that. Your threshold is a lot less this time. It is seven. I got an 11 and a 13. Okay, so you feel like a person coming from this boulder. What? Like within the person, uh, within, within, the, within boulder, the boulder, there is like the aura of a person. Is that the same aura as like one of the guys we battled before? Um, from like with a complete success, you can tell that this is. Um, how do I put this? It's it's. Just an average-ass person. Like, you know for a fact that the guys you bowed, like, two of them were knocked out and two of them are dead. So it couldn't be those guys unless they came around and somehow turned themselves into a fucking Yeah, I thought maybe someone tried and bury them inside the boulder or something like that. Huh. Nah. I'm just turning around to the others, like... With, with that complete success, what I'm going to say is you get the gist that it's not, like... There's, there's not an aggressive force coming from it. There's not an energy to it that would suggest to you that this is an enemy kind of a thing. Guys, I know this might sound weird, but there's someone in there. In the boulder? Yes. I thought this thing had been weird enough. All right. Um, do we need to break this person out? Maybe we can just knock on it and ask them to open. Um... Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Jane uh, wanders over as a confused little head maid, as if she's been walking around here and like, this hasn't been here before. Okay. The rock does nothing. 
Okay, I'm gonna try and wait before you try Damn to break it, it, love. Before you try to break it, love. Yes, Quinn. Could you feel if the person inside was conscious or not? You like in in a magical aura of someone, you can detect like the level of magic and and their intention, kind of a thing or emotional state. And as Jane says this, the state turns into like really kind of scared. And whoever's in there, they seem to be afraid. Can you detect how old they are? No. I'm afraid I cannot. Jane gently knocks on it and says, Sorry, love. Uh, no harm meant. You're just a bit confused as to why you're here. So as you touch the boulder, mm-hmm. your hand like kind of pushes it down and you realize that this is not a boulder at all. It's like a cloak covered in stone dust made to look like rock. Oh. And the boulder whimpers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, thank god I didn't try and break it. Uh, Jane gently, very gently, places a hand on what she assumes the shoulder is. And says, you are right, love. You weren't supposed to find me. Who are you? Um, I'm not supposed to say. Can you show us your face? Like that... The- back of the bolster like drops down and you see like a 10 year old boy does he look, who looks petrified does he look malnourished is he, is he upper class kid is he he's he's um he's one of the like lower class do i recognize him you do not um does he recognize me not that you can tell from his terrified little face all right, you don't have to tell me your first name, lad. Do you have a family name? Um, n- no. I, I, I'm not supposed to say, but I don't have a, a last one. We, none of us do. Orphan kid? N- n- we got a mama. Did your mama ever tell you about Auntie Jay? No. She doesn't really talk to us much. Have you heard a name? Uh, Sly. Oh. Everyone, roll me some den knowledge. I have points in this. You have points okay. in this. Wh- what do you roll for den knowledge? Roll a brain, and if oh, you don't have skills... What's the threshold? In, your threshold is a four. I have Minor an success. I got a six and a one. And a five. Okay, so... I got a two and a three. Ooh. I don't know jack shit about the dead. Well, you're in the lead, so it doesn't really matter. This makes a lot of sense. Quinn, he says sly and you go... I'm in character when I'm rolling, right? (laughs) (laughs) He he says sly and you go... I don't know who the fuck that is. It's been a rocky road today. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie, you've heard the name around the docks. Yeah. Um, You kind of think that someone you know might be sly but it might just be a rumor Mm. um jane you know sly is an information broker uh, who is part of the den and the like from what you've heard 
they are possibly like the second in command and the bookkeeper for the docks where Jamie works. Ice kid, uh, I take out half, uh, I take one of the ration bags and give it to him. He snatches it out of your hand mm. and then kind of like retreats back into the stone cloak. Yeah. All right, lad. Tell Sly that you met Auntie Jay and tell her that we might come and visit soon. Not as a threat, as a just courtly visit. Um. Okay. Um. Are you leaving now? We're leaving now. Did you see anyone on your way here? I'm not supposed to say. I don't mean anyone important. Did you, did you see any black coats on their way here? Um, there was a, a white thing in a cloak, a person, and they took the doggy and the guy away. And they, um, you're supposed to pay for the, the knowledge of... You the, got the food, didn't you? I, I'm not supposed to sell it. I'm not. Don't tell them I told you things. Don't worry. I'll never give away that information. It's safe with me. All right, love. Not even if she pays you. Not even if she pays me. Oh. <laughs> he kind of like buries himself back in the cloak and just starts whimpering and is like, "Please leave." Jane gently pats his head and says, "We're gonna leave now, okay, folks? Try to look like respectable people that hasn't just been in a fight." I'm just going to do some finger guns at him and like create some sparks around my fingertips. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and pretend that I'm, I don't know, still the gardener moving on to my next Do garden. you pick up your discarded hoe? Oh, I need to go back for it. Yes. <laughs> right. So, Jamie. Yes. Scrub some dirt on you where you have bruises as if you've been working in the garden. Rest of us move now. Okay, and I do that, and I follow. Do you contact Harry Harrison whilst you're on the way? Like you said, you yes. Would. I mentally connect. Harry. Miss Hicks. Hello, lad. Uh, we ran into some folks, uh, and busy afternoon. Rather. Um, Quite. <laughs> is it the right if we pop over to the? Living Brothers Mansion. Arnold's? Yes. Um, yes. Uh, would you like some... Well, I suppose lunch is already over. Um, have, have you eaten? We've eaten some of the rations, but we haven't really had the time. If you'd be so kind to stop a pass something Excellent. Edible. Late lunch it is, then. Yes. Because Jamie has not eaten anything. I've been to the market this morning and restocked the pepper pots, so... Um, we're, we're f back to full pantry. Lovely. And if this late lunch could, could include some eggs, I'd be very happy. <laughs> Lovely. On it. I would like to closely observe her having this conversation. Well, I'm is she blushing? Yeah, she's, I mean, I'm having a minute. No, I'm not. As, oh, yes, but she is. Jane is not. As, as you're walking. Jane is not. I am. I am. <laughs> as you're walking, you all, you all hear... Like, in your head, the start of the conversation, which is just Harry Harrison saying, uh, Miss Hicks, and then it's all solely in Jane's head. As you kind of, like, draw the conversation to a close, um, he mentions, like, if, if you could make sure you're not uh, followed, that would be lovely. 
if you would like to, I know it's it's quite a a bore, but if if, you, if you'd like to come in through the, the the service entrance, it might help you just a little bit. We're not ashamed of you. Don't don't get me wrong, but um, Harrison. There are people. Yes, Jane. No, ah. Miss Miss Hicks. Apologies. <laughs> I'm a thief. I use whatever door I can find. <laughs> Sounds in- interesting. <laughs> oh my Not god! Not intended that way. You oh punk. my god! <laughs> he replies. Sounds interesting. Mm. And kind of like whatever you, you say, why? darling. I mean, I don't do <laughs> to that. To be honest, you know, I don't. <laughs> to be honest, neither one of us are listening to this conversation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, characters, no, this is not anything Quinn is saying. completely meta, it's mm, so good. It's lovely. Oh, so <laughs> lovely. I did not imagine it that way, though. So, and y'all are... Uh, of course not. Of course Y'all are heading back to Arnie Penville's house? Yes, yes, and I assume we take some roads and I make sure we aren't being followed. May I, I try not- to magically erase our presence, just like I could detect presences before. How? And what presences specifically do you want to... Well, there's nothing just to like erase, erase there. I would assume that if I was able to try and detect presences before, then maybe, I don't know, I can create a barrier around us that kind of shields us from sh- such stuff. Okay. The You wanted to erase the presences left behind at... Brian Penville's house, or of, just of you on the way? Are traveling back. Um, you you know through the the fact that you can detect magic, and you've used it before, just in busy streets and things. Everyone gives off like a kind okay, of okay. Never mind then. Aura. So if you were walking it would be around, weirder if we're gone. Yeah, if you were being magically viewed, and we're walking around without one, someone would be like, "That's weird." Okay, never mind me. But I assume we try to take some roads and precautions to make sure we yes. aren't being followed. Um, and we end this route the service entrance. I'm going to have Jane as the leader, kind of... If you could make a knowledge test for the, the streets hold that on, you want on. to go down. Jane is the headmaid. I am the elite striding away. Jane is trying to lead you. What do you do? <laughs> well, I would assume... If we are taking a wrong turn, I'm just like poking her on the shoulder saying, perhaps this is better? Mm. Pointing toward the other. I also, okay. Though I assume she at least remembers the way back. Yeah. She has a good sense for the streets. I'm going to judge this as a help roll. And Jane, if you'd make me a knowledge roll of like the, the best streets to go down from your thief brain with help from Quinn. Uh, and his his direction. So you'll be making basically. I've got one less d6, but make a knowledge roll, just a bare knowledge. What's my threshold? Your threshold is one. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you just she got one advantage. Dice. What am I supposed to do? It's a four. Okay, you, you're doing well. And a nine. Okay, so you didn't critically succeed. But I did succeed. But you do get your asses, like, down back alleys and out of the sight of, of guards that pass you by and, like, into shadows where where you won't be seen kind of the a thing. shadows and back alleys that do exist in elitist yeah. districts. Between you, you somehow, and along with Jamie's disguise, manage to actually 
hide Jamie in plain sight. Well done. How the hell do we manage that? So. Who knows? Who knows? From what you can gather, you aren't followed. And you get your asses back to the Penville house. So you're at the Penville house. You're welcome to it. And we go through the service entrance. You're through the service entrance. And sit at the kitchen table. Okay, now you're sat at the kitchen table. I don't, I don't have to, you know, yeah, affirm food, these things. I would like to try and heal Jamie again. Okay. Oh. I'm sitting waiting for food. <laughs> hello, Harrison. Uh, hello. Is, is it... I just look at, at, at him and like... Sorry, Mr. Harrison. Is it fine if we eat here again? Like, we don't feel like going... As you... How many points do you want to heal by? I would go for two again. Two. Okay, your threshold is a nine. I got a five and a ten. Okay, so you get you get one of your hit points back, and you're feeling better. Well, um, he, he was healing Jamie. Mom, yes. All right. Yes. She's feeling better. So, as you're asking about food, and asking if it's okay, Harry's already bringing plates around to you. And setting them down in front of each of you, if you're sat down or if, if you're not sat down, putting them in a place that he's kind of like bodged together, made for you guys in the kitchen. Um, so he's he's being accommodating as much as he can. Quinn, this is weird for you. You don't eat in kitchens. That's why you prepare food. You eat in dining rooms. Yeah, I'm feeling like secondhand embarrassment from him also not being used to it. Yeah, he he kind of like makes eye contact with you and is like, <clears throat> yes. Um, yeah, I'm cringing out just as much. <laughs> Thank you, Harrison. Any anything else I can do for 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 you three, or should I make myself scarce? Well, maybe you would like to know the information we gathered. Uh, you you were successful. Yes. Okay. The yes, we have the journal uh, and some other things. And some blueprints that we would like to know if... Ah, uh, yes. Brian's, Brian's blueprints. He was ever so fond of his uh, creations. His uh, little tinkering and dalliances with with uh, Leslie Smith. But um, yes, they, they created quite the works together and... and, and provided some good aid for this city, I, I, I expect. Yeah, but I assume throughout us eating we show him the journal and everything. We don't need to recount every detail, but yeah, um, we go through the events. To be fair, though, we have not looked into the journal ourselves yet, right? No, no, but you have I, this is where I want to ask Harrison, since he knows the Penville brothers. Yes. Uh, you know, if the information here seems important to him, since he clearly knows a bit more what we're looking for. Um, he picks up the the journal and opens it up and flicks through a few pages, and he kind of starts looking a bit grave. Um, you, As you look over his shoulder, you, you kind of see that the journal itself is very well written, paragraph and prose each page. Um, but later on, it starts getting worse and worse. It's more scribbles. It's more like, you know, one word. It's like scratched across a whole page. And sometimes it's in, in paint instead of penmanship. And it's just, it's, as you get to the back of the book, it's more and more scribblings and rantings of an insane man. Um, 
flicks. So he, as he's flicking through it, it's just like he, he gets more and more like concerned. And I've kind of just stuck in the Harry Harrison voice, and it's. <laughs> Do you find anything interesting, Harrison? I think this will take me some time. I can. If you leave this with me, I will look through it and give you important bits. And if you find something out there that you need affirming with with Brian's notes, then I could find relevant passages and and tell you what his thoughts or lack thereof are on the subjects. Okay. I also hand him the notes where he was scribbling, you know, the mad ravings about yeah. Earth being alive. He, he takes them and kind of flicks through them and stuffs them into the back of the journal and kind of looks you up and down and is like, thank you, this... Uh, I think these should be very helpful in, in cobbling together what, what was the crux of the point at which he started to go downhill. Okay. Oh, quick question out of character. How much do you think I told Harrison about my son and possibly my daughter that these two do not know about? Like he I mean you asked him specifically not to like look through any of your memories or anything. Mm. And he's kept his word and he's not done anything that untoward. I don't think you mentioned like verbally to him anything about your family? No. So I told others that this was my son, but I haven't said anything else. And I'm gonna yeah. assume she's gonna keep quiet about that for now. Okay. Then you keep quiet about that. Yeah. Um, but as far as Harry Harrison's concerned, he's not he doesn't know anything unless you either tell him or you, show you know, him. verbally tell him or mentally show him or yeah. tell him. Alright, okay. that's good. Continue. Also, uh, we were curious, like, we found this in a secret passage. Did you know about it? Secret? No. Um, Brian's house and Arnie's house were... They were made by the same contractors at the same time, really. They, they came into money through mutual discoveries, and so they should be exact copies of each other, really. Is there a piano downstairs then? Um, not, not with Arnie. He's not one for musical frivolities. Hmm. Okay. So I take it in the study. There's just a study. No other objects. Uh, not in Arnie's study. No. I would definitely know about it if there were. Okay. Right. You two. We need to recuperate in this. Consider our next step. Um, I Hold know. that thought for a moment. I'm going to turn towards Harry Harrison. So, like, you probably took a closer look at Jamie, right? Leaving that question intentionally very open. Have you noticed, like, something wrong with the magic around her? He kind of, like, takes a thoughtful beat and just kind of looks at you inquisitively. No, is there something wrong? You say magically. Well, it's more like 
there's nothing there. Ah, okay. Um, give me a moment. And he just kind of looks Jamie up and down and, like, you can see energy kind of, like, flowing over him. And he snaps back to you and says, Um, yes, nothing there. Um, quite out of the ordinary. I've only known mm, two people like that. Who are they? Uh, Arnie and Brian. Really? Never could use magic, um, since, since magic was born, or, you know, ten years ago. Um, horrible state of affairs, but, um, I suppose that's why they, they, they employed me and my brother. Um, we, we were on the higher end of, of magic when, uh, so you know, ma- if those two were incapable of using magic, just like Jamie is apparently, how did Brian come up with all of that magically powered stuff? Well, that's, that's the thing. So if you can't use something like magic, then you develop technologies to enable you to, to, to harness it. Get around the problem. You, you can't... Well, in, in, in the bygone days, you couldn't use lightning to, you know, strike a candle, but if we could bottle it somehow, you could use it every day. Then did you ever try and work magic on them? H- how does that work? Is it just like repel? Do they absorb it? Does it just trickle away? There are some types of magic that just wouldn't work. Um, Brian, whenever he's injured, could be healed, but it was odd. It was like patching a hole in a pipe with with some tape. The hole was still there, but the tape would cover it, kind of a thing. Weird. Interesting, though. But weird, nevertheless. Hold on. Jamie fell asleep before when that magic magician guy put her to sleep. Ah, yes. Mental magic is, is slightly different. The, the magic used to affect consciousness, it's, it's possibly in here. And he, he flips through the journal and there's like a section on um, like consciousness and magic. Like the, the will, uh, Brian has written down and describes like magic being the flow of somebody's will and, you know, consciousness. And then like it's been scribbled over with other things that like written like life force and and environment nature world and it just starts going into to ramblings over the top of this like previously nicely written you know text about how magic is linked to one's emotions and will and consciousness and he points this out and reads it out to you well that's good to keep in mind i guess Jamie, speak for yourself. What's your general disposition when it comes to magic? What have you experienced? I don't know. I've never been much into doing it. Neither has my gran. Um, I don't know. I was never... I never felt like I was able to do magic. Also, can I do a quick check on if I remember who the person is? Um, In the photo. In the photo? Um... Yeah. Okay. Now Do that I th- that now that some time has passed and I, I'm thinking. Yeah, about you're it. you're trying to think about it as people are having a discussion yes, about you. And I'm just very confused. Um, yep. Your thresholds are five. I rolled one dice. I'm Don't sort look of, at me like that. Hmm. 
Ooh, I critically su succeeded with two fives. Okay, so stick yourself a, a skill point in your pocket. Yeah. You kind of like look around the kitchen and you realize that you have seen pictures in Brian Penville's house, uh, Arnie Penville's house that you're in right now. And as you... You, you kind of like have an idea you get up and you, and you walk around and you go into the study and you see uh, another picture and it's of you know two boys obviously Arnie and Brian as, as children and then like you, you can't see this this old man so you walk into the dining room and you find the exact picture that you found in Brian Penville's house yeah and you kind of study the guy and you're like I've like I've not been in this dining room but this is the guy. This yeah, is the I've guy. seen. I know that I've seen. Okay, I look. But you I haven't look, been in this dining room. Yes. Like you've not looked at this picture no. before. So. But this is the exact picture yeah. I saw. It's the exact same picture you saw in Brian Pebbles' house. In Brian Pebbles' house. And I look at Harrison and I'm like, I'm sorry, but who is this older man? Like I've seen him before in other pictures, but he was with my grand and a baby. Who is this person? Um, this is Arnie and Brian's father. Okay, that's weird. Why would my grand have the same, like, a similar picture to this, but with... Um, don't know too much about the man. He, 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 well, I met him a few times. He was a, he was a brilliant alchemist, really. I think that's where Brian and Arnie really got their brains from. Um, certainly wasn't their mother but um i shouldn't <laughs> speak ill of the yes well um shade shade um yes this is, this is brian and Annie's father I'm, I'm not sure if he had any siblings or not he was he was a very quiet man but um no i'm pretty sure it's the same person have you read any books on alchemy or no no i'm pretty sure it it was the picture that i saw and i remember it very perfectly because i wasn't supposed to go through my grand's things and also it's not very common for people down in the slums to have pictures so it was something that I was very interested in. Such a pity. And I'm so, I'm 100% sure it was the same person but he was next to my grandmother and they had a baby which was my mother. Okay. Um. I, I don't know what to to tell can, you. I, can I take this photo? Um, I'm... You... Or can I have one that has him in the photo? I'm not sure there's many around. I tell you what, and he, like, walks you through to the study and picks out a book on alchemy um, written by a guy called Solomon Lamel, and he opens the book up and in the back there is a painting of this man. And he hands you the book says, you... Take take this. This is this is this is his his work, his published works. Okay, so I have the book now. You have a book on alchemy. Add that to your inventory. That's what I'm trying to write, but I also wrote alchemy wrong, because I can't write alchemy because it has a ch and I wrote a q for some fucking reason. Not to be rude, love, but should we discuss the next step of what we're supposed to do? Um. Sure, I, I I might have to go somewhere, but we can, we can discuss what's next. So, I have two suggestions. 
I know we should also go to university and find his workplace there, but I also am really curious about what Sly has has to do with this. Oh, Sly? Yes. Have you not heard the name, Harrison? Uh, not mad. Sly, Sly, Sly. I'm not one for nicknames. Sly is an interesting woman who works down the docks. She's an information broker. One of her associates was at the place, like at other mansion, at Brian's mansion. I see. So what has this got to do with... If, I mean, if, if she's got an... If an information broker has a witness, it's possible she has more information around it and what was happening around here. Well, information brokers generally deal in information and when you deal in information, you have to have a means of collecting it. Yes, we have two options. One is that we all go down and talk to Sly. We could also do the fact that uh, we can disguise Mr. Harrison as someone who isn't upper class and drag him along and have him try to read her mind. Um, we could do both. I'd rather think my efforts should be spent getting information from this journal that uh, Arnie sent you to, to collect. That is fair. The we can also pay her for the information. That is... Doable. I'm not sure how much I could muster for the information. Um, the I I can keep us afloat for maybe a month or two, but Arnie wasn't really expecting this to take too long. Um, expending more money on on information might be little out of our budget. Especially with the skyrocketing price of food, it's absolutely ghastly. Yeah, quick question, Arson. How much rat-based food have you had to be dealing with lately? Um, myself, zero. And he looks inquisitively at you guys as if to say, you guys have been eating rat? I'm just raising an eyebrow, not too excited about the question and not responding in any way. Quinn, you in your mind flash back to the escape from the hospital where mm -hmm. you like hid in the shadows as you discovered an old lady who was like looking around as she quickly stuffed a dead rat into her bag. Like the largest fucking rat you've ever seen. It See, was also as I big just as a ate. cat. I just had a late lunch. You know? Duh. Okay, as, as you've been discussing all this with, with Brian, the hours have been... With Brian? Fucking hell. I named all these goddamn characters. Yes, you did. As you've been, like, you know, discussing all these things with, with Harrison, it's kind of like the, the hours are ticking on and, and the pauses and the, the researching and the thinking about things is getting... Alright, you know. it's too late to go to university. We could probably go downtown and talk to Sly pretty quickly. I would just need to get a quick change. To be honest, it doesn't sound like the sly person is not going to be available in any way. And we just made just a bit of a mess over there at the Pendle Mansion. Nothing to be concerned of, I'm saying with a nod towards uh, Harry. So 
I do believe it might be the best if we just like put in another hour, another shift, and walk over to the university, get everything done before they may first of all start looking there or increase security. Just so those two things are done and then perhaps we can still manage and uh, talk to whoever else you would like to meet. Fair enough. Harrison, when does the university close? Um, the university, the academy, Sientra side, yeah, closes around five, six-ish. Uh, the, the hospital is open, which is the, the, the other side. It's open generally all the time. What's the time now? Uh, it's getting on like five, six o'clock. Like if you wanted to go to the university, by the time you got there, it would be closed. Um, but as you're like umming and ahhing about whether to go to the university, um, like Harry kind of motions that. Um, the, the reason for you to go to the university was very much to find the research and, and the uh, journal. journal. Yes, and since they've already found it, I'm not sure we could get anything more there. Yes. Um, it might be worth a shot, but I can't guarantee you'll find anything, especially in, in places that are not his private domicile. Or were, I suppose. Right. Because I know at least... You may have a different opinion, Jamie, but most of the information brokers downtown don't have opening or closing times. No, the docks is pretty much working 24 hours yeah they have shifts yes they work 24 7 just saying whatever's there might be lost if we don't get there quick but if you don't think it is reasonable I am not the brains of the operation clearly but um it's a fair point but also, at the university, there's easier access for people to go through his stuff. I highly doubt it would put something too volatile there. Well, uh, in his disturbed mental capacity, I'm, I'm not sure how much I would trust bursting into his, his working quarters at the university. Yes. Yeah, just shrug. Whatever then. I mean... Let's just go ahead and meet Sly. First, uh, I would recommend... I mean, I can always check if I can see in if she's working today or when she will be there. Please do. How, wait, hold on. How come you have those times? I have a shipping manifest and it pretty much has everyone's working times on when they usually are there. Roll me a perception, Jamie. Five. I critically failed at three. Okay. Um, I can't you, read. That's, you, that's, 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 that's what I'm going to go at. You open, Can you please help me read? Because I can't. You open the shipping manifesto and this book is filled with words. No. Um, you look up and down this thing and there's names of supervisors. There's names of certain workers that'll be on shift and off shift and the general rotation. You can't find a single person in this entire book named Sly. Do I know Sly's real name? Yeah, I was, gonna, I was gonna say, like, uh, Jane, I'm sorry, do you know if Sly has a different name that I can probably search for? Roll me a den knowledge. Uh, you've give got, me a threshold. You've got, uh, Ooh. you've got skills in this. Ooh. 
I like the cockiness of this. <laughs> this the the threshold of so five, which is exceedingly low for your d12s. We have a ten. Okay. And a twelve. Ooh. Okay. Um, you know that the person known as Sly is their their name is Talia Fax, and they are the bookkeeper for um for the for the docks. Um, so they may be quite busy or if you go the route of oh we're we're from the docks and we need to talk to you it might not be the best way to get her attention um, but I technically already have her attention to some degree yes uh, you also know that if you find one of these kids like in the stone cloaks you would probably have an easier time convincing one of those to take you up the chain t- directly to her because that would be on the sly side of business and not the Talia side of business. I essentially grab the shipping manifesto to check off the Talia and find her working time, so I at least know when she's in. Okay, you you do, do me a roll. Do me a roll. Just a straight ass also, brain one. I'm gonna say this uh, before we go there. I do want to make a stop. Uh, so do I. No worries. Seven uh, threshold. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> 10. And a straight up 12. Nice. What is wrong with your dice? <laughs> There's plenty of things well, right with them. To be honest, it's my dice, and I don't know why they hate, they hate us. They do hate you. Me and, and Leon as well. Jesus. Last time so, he played with them, it was like, no. So you, Guys, you, you should like me. Scroll up and down this list, and you find several working times for Taliafax, and you like kind of put together what week it should be on this rolling rotor and you figured like she's working like tomorrow daytime but she won't be at work right now so like, she's gone home so my suggestion because let's be honest she probably has contact with those kids 24 7 no matter what she does yes um we go downtown. I have a few safe spots we can s- crash for the night. Uh, find yourself a change of clothes. You get rid of that ridiculous cloak for t- the night. That might work up here, but you look out of place as hell downtown, even when you're wearing the trashy side outside. I look just slightly offended. So, in, in the past, like, ten minutes of this interaction, Jamie, Jane has snatched a book out of your hands because yes. she's like, you can't read this. And then, Quinn, she's insulted your read. disguise cloak. Well, in, in this case, it's not that I can't read, I just couldn't find the name. I hand the book back. I put it back in my bag of things. So, my plan is essentially we go downtown and find some place to crash. It's pretty easy to find one of those kids downtown and essentially ask if we can book a meeting directly with Sly tomorrow. You, you all look at Harry Harrison and he goes, um, sounds good. Okay, I guess we go downtown. We do. I go upstairs and change out of the maid outfit and just correct my clothes so I work, you know, more downtown, but I still... Oh, yeah. yeah, I also yeah. change mine and go back to my uh, normal Regular-ass tank top. Yes. I well, no, she has a shirt. Well, yeah. 
to the nearest <laughs> bathroom possible and just for the sake of completeness, undo the weird twist I gave my facial features. Oh, right. <laughs> that was a thing. You do that and you look normal again. Nice. <laughs> I love it when I don't have to roll for stuff because I oh. always fuck it up. Right. <laughs> it's too late now. So Jane goes to Quinn mm-hmm. and essentially helps him mess up his hair so he looks a bit less proper. Okay, cool. And uh, how good would you say the quality of your jewelry and earrings in such a... Wait, of my earrings? Well, I know... Jewelry. Jewelry. Well, I just... Do you have necklaces have this and stuff? Yeah, basically or do you a just have the this, uh, yeah, but ring you... yeah around Quinn's neck you see like if if Quinn pulls it out from under whatever shirt he's got on you see a, a necklace with uh, two rings on it that are kind of like hovering around each other. Make sure you hide that one, lad. Someone try, might try to make it off you. Trust me, I always do. Okay. Hmm. Shall we go? Let's and let's try to be a bit sneaky about this. Essentially, go out of the servants' entrance and just not go by the bigger roads, so nobody notices us too much when we go downtown. Excellent. And I assume we now do a time skip to when we get there. <laughs> or you could get attacked on the wet. No, you um, where I, where I are was, you going if, first? If you did that, you were gonna get. <laughs> thrown something at your head. <laughs> I Let's just say that. Uh, no, you you have put effort into trying to disguise yourself and getting your asses there down, safely. Yeah. Jane um, tries to go to one of her safe houses, like one of her private oh, safe houses. Oh, I want to go to... I want to go home. Okay. Are you splitting up? Uh, I'm probably pulling this one along with me. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing I know where the safe house is and it's not too far away from my house. I essentially gave you a description of how yeah. to get there. Right, so you've you've got the addresses of where each other's going. Yeah, I assume. Um, as you head down from the, <clears throat> as you head down from the elite district into the like middle shopping district, the guards posted on the gates to get through these walled-off districts. Um, they don't pay you much mind if you're coming from the elite turf because anyone who's in the elite turf has every right to go wherever the hell they want kind of a thing. So if you keep your, you know, heads low, especially Jamie, and keep your faces out of the sight of guards, you will be passing by them quite close, but they're not paying you much mind, so you do sneak by. Um, As you get into the uh, shopping district kind of a thing, there are... Still, like, small, sporadic, um, like, protests going on. And there's some civil unrest, but there's mostly people just going about their business. It's the time of day where people are either trying to get some food and getting their asses home, or they're getting up and getting ready to go to work at the docks or in the fisheries or what have you. Um, It's generally, like, this time six, seven o'clock at night, you're getting to the busy time. So the streets are bustling, easy to move through. Um, Jane, where where are you specifically going? I'm going to my safe house that is next closest to the docks. Not the one that's absolutely closest, but one that's second closest. Okay, is this an empty one or is it a... Um, I have some... Uh, it's 
just for me, it's none of the kids there. Uh, I do have some extra clothes stashed in, some disguise stuff, and probably some emergency rations. Nothing big, just something simple. Okay, so... And a bed to crash on. I take it you two go there and basically crash out for... The night. The night. And, well, we, we probably will go out a bit later because that's probably when some of us slice kids are out running for information. Mm. But for now, we'll just take a bit rest because it's been a long day. And I change my clothes so I look different. I still look like an old lady, but a different profile of an old lady. Different shape of the hat, slightly different shade of the coat. Yeah. Long, longer skirt, different pattern. Do you have sleeves on? That's sort of in the hole. Yes, there's sleeves. Yeah, there's still sleeves on. I assume oh. this one gets to see uh, whilst I'm changing of the arms. Quinn, question. Do you look at Jane whilst she's changing? Oh. Are you looking at an old lady changing? <laughs> I have been raised in a proper way. Please. Mm. I turn around. Avert your eyes and make yourself exactly. busy with something else. To avoid that kind of trauma. <laughs> the kind of awkwardness. <laughs> <laughs> Frankly unheard of. <laughs> Ghastly. Ghastly. So you guys, you get changed, you get yourself sorted, you get yourself ready for the next day, you get crashed out and you regain whatever hit points you've got, you get some sleep, get some rest. I mean, I don't want to invade Harry Harrison's territory like this. It's oh not his territory. God. Well, it is mm. mine. <laughs> Jamie. Yes. You head on down to your living quarters as it were the the houses are tightly packed together um, some of them have like shared courtyards where there is clothes strung up on on lines and there's dirt on the cobbles and and just generally there's a there's a foggy haze that covers everything down here either from the smoke of the machines in the docks or the, you know, fog from the morning dew. Just the, Whatever there's the fuck is dirt going on. sticking to everything. And there's yeah. dirty people just mm -hmm. everywhere. Like, people have obviously come from, yeah, the, I mean, you know, the, the machining work day. Or, yeah, or, I, like, even though I've not been gone for a long time, like, people mm -hmm. are looking at me because I'm so clean. Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, you dirted yourself up after you left. Brian Penville's house, yeah. but uh, like you don't look like you've had a day's work like they have. Like they're mm -hmm. dripping in sweat, and you know some of them have got these either like very low grade or even wooden prosthetics on, and you know there's there's a few people, you know, tattered clothes and, and yeah. ripped. There's beggars on the streets. You head to your Nana's house. Yes, well, it's my house as it's well. It's your house. As we, well. we live together. Yes. So, you go in, I assume. Yes. I am like, Granny, I'm home. You hear, like, shuffling from, from the other room. There's, okay. like, two, I go into, two rooms in this. I go into, I go into that room. And she, she's sitting in, like, a, a wooden rocking chair, just kind of, like, knitting away with some nondescript fabric. Yeah, okay. Hi, she, Gran. Uh, how, how are you? I'm I'm fine. 
Um, I have a few questions that I need to ask you. Yes, well, me, me too. Um, where, where were you last night? We'll get to that. I have, I, I've been helping out uh, some people because um, I, I, I might have gotten myself into some problems. Some but, trouble. Uh, yeah, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm trying to solve yes, them. Yes, but I'm trying to solve them. I'm, I'm, I'm getting them. You're fixed. still working at the docks. You're I am. I am. I am. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fixing them. I'm fixing them. So well, what, what can I do to help? Do you remember a couple of years ago that when I was like going around your things and I found this photograph of this man and you and mom? She kind of like sighs and looks down and she looks angry and kind of just will not meet your gaze at this point. Okay, and I and as I am saying this, I'm taking out like the alchemy book and opening to the page that has the the photo, and I'm looking um, and I'm showing it to her. Wasn't this the same man? At this point, she like pushes the book away from you. Okay. Just don't don't but don't show who, me who, this. Who is he? You shouldn't have gone through my things. This, he's bad news this is not it's not your business and it's not your trouble to to bear it's not your burdens i you should live free of this kind of yes but get I, yourself a good good man i just found out that he's Arn, arnold's and brian's penville's dad and i was just at their house and what are you doing at the Penvers? It has to do with me fixing the troubles that I'm in. And you got yourself wrapped up in the Penvers. Why would you... Because I'm being... Have you been up there? Yes. Jamie, you should not go up there. <laughs> I want to but, but But who is he? Like, who is he to you? He's, to me, he's nothing to me, not anymore. Jamie. But who was he and why is it Why that are you questioning me about this? Because I'm confused. I was just told confused that... Confused about what? You've got me. You're fine. I'm, We're fine. Of course we could I sell have this. you and I love you and you know this. But the thing is, I've just been told that I have... I'm, like my aura is non-existent as the Penville boys and I'm very confused well, so what's, to what's what's an aura? What are you what are you talking like, about? The way that magic works around me is very different from everyone else and I don't understand. Wh who is he? Who who was he and why are you in the picture with him and mom? She kinda of like really like it's a lot of effort, but she stands up and like okay. shuffles over to to like a, a stove and throws like a firelighter in, in this like metal container underneath and lights this fire up. Um, puts a blackened kettle on top of this like metal box that the okay. fire's inside of and, and starts basically making the dregs of some kind of mushroom mm -hmm. tea mm. that she's got her hands on. And she shuffles around in a hunched state and, and looks over to you. You can, like, your, your house is always 
dark. She sits in this room because the, like, window, the grimy window in this back room, you can just to say see a moon tower. Okay. And it shines a little bit of light in, so she sits and knits by this firelight. And you, you see her silhouette against this window, and she turns to you and lifts the book up, like, towards you more as you've got it out in your hand. Yeah. You should you should get rid of this. You should sell this. We could you could get you, it's a very clean book. Clean book. You could get some money for this. Okay, Cran, but I still want you to tell me what is your connection to this person? I knew this day would come. I knew you'd find out about this. It's I've done all I can to protect you from from this, from from them, from him. Okay, but I mean, if how can you protect? How can I protect myself? And how can you help me protect myself if I don't know my? Well, past? you don't need protecting from him. He's he's dead for all I know. He's he he died looking. Well, he went a bit, he went a bit sideways. He's he <laughs> he was my husband before before the. He was a clever sort. He's too clever for his own good, if you really ask me. He's not interested in family at all, really. He was, well, you, you can see this on the book, his alchemy. Was, he was, was looking up fuel and, 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 and his applications. He was, he was a clever man. He's too clever. So, so he was But he more... left me. He so left. he was more into alchemy than being with his family. Well, yes, that's why, was, that's why he left me, I suppose. Broke my heart, left me down here. So, don't get much money just being married to somebody. Where is you? Is you a cup of tea? Okay, I'm gonna yes. have a I'm gonna have a cup of tea. Okay. So I was married to the, the the man, and then I wasn't married to the man anymore. He went off and, and did his own thing, but he went a bit loopy, really. He went a bit sideways. Didn't uh, was was looking to make himself immortal or or make some kind of energy source, energy source that was. Reusable, renewable. Get, get the uh, everything from from the life source, from the earth, and it, it was it was very strange. I don't know what more I can tell you about him. If he went off and got himself a new family, got himself something else, it was. Yeah, as far as I know, he remarried and had two boys. Well, one of them did I've always want boys. And I only the other one has been killed. Uh, I heard about the Brian boy. Didn't well, such a shame. But you know, it's uh, people die. I wonder how your mother's doing out in the I front. I don't know. Has she's she sent any more letters? Not, recently? not recently. No, she's still overseas at the front. She's still okay. She went over there, I suppose you should know, because, well, it's... Hmm. I, I guess we can send her a letter and see how she's doing. She might know more about this than I, than I do, really. Okay. It's, um, I, will, I will try and send her a letter then. You're directly descended from the man. Okay, that explains a lot. Brian and Arnie would be... 
Well, it should be your uncles, uncles, really, yes. Okay. Didn't, uh, didn't, didn't send us a penny. Didn't send us. I suppose they wouldn't have known about us, really. Why would you send your dad's ex-wife and their bastard children sure. any money? Could have done with some, though. Could have bought some food. Could have got out of here. Well, we don't live too bad. You look after me. I do. I do. You try. You do. You okay. do. Maybe you should have some tea and then go to I'm sleep. I'm going to have some tea. I'm going to have knitting myself a blanket. Ah, uh, yes. It's, it's getting cold. It is, yes, yes. Are okay. you going to bed? It's going to be a late night. You've got work in the morning. I do, I do. I work first thing in the morning. I, I don't know when I'm going to be back home. I have a few shifts that I need well, to... Well, you tell you know. me if you're not coming home. I got okay, I'll, send, I'll try and send you a message if I'm not coming home. I don't want to light the fire and warm the rooms up if there's nobody but me here to enjoy it. It's okay. a waste, isn't it? I'll got see you tomorrow morning. To get to. Oh, yes. Take okay. your tea. Drink your tea. Good for you, it's tea. Okay. And I drink the tea. Good night, Gran. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Good night. I'll sit. You don't mention a word of this, you know. I won't. I won't. He's not a good man. And she kind of like buries her face into into this tea, and you just like see the silhouettes of the wrinkles like deepened into her brows. Mm. Um. You know for a fact your your gran has just had a hard life and she's just trying. And the revelation that she had a husband who was basically rich beyond what you could really imagine is like, well, I don't know how you feel about that. I, I guess <laughs> Jamie is just very like confused of why she's never been told this before but also she kind of get she also kind of gets it that her grandma wanted to wanted her to not know about this to protect herself from like people trying to get more from her than she can. yeah you you get the gist that she like in in her time this would have been like being left by a man it's very like looked down upon she would have been yeah. shunned and she would have been um you know she she's done what she can with what she had and this this revelation is possibly the reason why your mother moved away like trying to start afresh trying to like make yeah. something for you and your grand to to move over to the front at some point yeah Cool. So, on that slightly odd revelation, mm. that's where we're going to end for today. Uh, closing thoughts, guys. Jane needs to meet this granny because <laughs> they can bond up about bitching about eight oh stupid ex She knits too. Oh, yes. But seriously, we can bitch about bad exes. <laughs> bad exes. I'd, I'd say oh. that uh, Nana, is it Nana Edith? Edith. Edith, Nana Edith yes. is exceedingly older than than Jane. She is, but I think they can find the right same oh, level yeah. to speak on some subjects. Oh yeah, definitely. Cool. Speak, Quinn. Anything to oh, say, Quinny are. boy? Not so much. Okay. I mean, I'm just learning about Auntie Jay. Yeah. She's just like who I was you, supposed to meet before. So you you found this woman, and she's like to you, a middle-aged woman. 
and she just doesn't give a shit about privacy or whatever. She's just been like, right, I'm getting changed. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs> Very mean, uncouth. This I mean, woman is uncouth, Quinn. <laughs> I mean, it also it kind of makes sense. She's used to not. She's used to having like small quarters. So yeah, yeah. She's a vagabond. For, for her, this is fun. For Vagrants. him, it's just like. I, I eat in the dining room. I don't eat in the kitchen. She's like, what she is sees this? this boy as a child. To her, this is just changing in front of a child, which is harmless, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. Not to the child. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm very upper class, you know. Mm. I've been incredibly drunk most of my life. <sighs> so, that's where we're going to end it for today. So, it's a goodbye from them. Bye. And a goodbye from me until next time when we return to continue playing... Moon's Edge! Do 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 do! You've been listening to Dicey Performance, part of Umeå Theatre Company and Folk Universitetet. Edited by Lynn Olson, produced by Joanna Velosa, art by Sarah Gustafsson, PR by Alex Rader, and project managed by Jakob Safsten. beans. I'm just jacking around with my headphones. Great. <laughs>